Wellness to you again, and this is Shelly from God's Healthcare System, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today's exciting chapter is chapter six from my Natural Cures for Perfect Health book entitled Present My Body. Romans 12 and verse one says, present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's a proper sacrificial offering that he said he will approve and bless. Abel made a proper sacrifice, which God said he would approve. Cain did it his way. Solomon made sacrifices to God that were approved and greatly rewarded. Consecration, meaning to dedicate to a sacred purpose, has probably been one of the most difficult things I have done to serve God and obtain divine health. But I can't by any means say it was not worth all the effort I have and continue to put into it. In the beginning, I didn't get it, especially when I did not see a lot of people around me in the Christian community doing it. Every now and then, I would see someone lose weight or notice someone with a striking clear complexion. We were told to stop drinking or smoking or eating poorly. For me, it was not a reality. Usually, when there are events at church, I am tempted more than usual by the food I see being served. Me, myself, I was raised by a sugar addict. However, my father ate well. Today, he is 90 years old. My mom died of diabetes and cancer. By being around my mom most of the time, guess what I learned to enjoy with no boundaries. When the health problem started, I didn't know where to start. I began to realize I would have many other health problems that my patients had. I knew one thing, I didn't want to go down like that. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I began a slow and tedious process of confronting my problems with my body. I stopped using drugs, alcohol. Thank God I didn't go as far down the path some of my college buddies did. And fought my way out of that terrible nicotine habit. I wish I never started that fatal cool, which took five years. I started to tackle the food issue mainly because of my gastrointestinal problems I had all my life. I would be in the ER as a teenager rolling around on their stretchers in pain. They had to run IV antacid medication in my arm just to calm down my heartburn. I was always having stomach pain, then an ulcer. That was highly motivating. I could not have done it without the power of God. He showed me the power of abstinence, which by showing me, I was lactose intolerant. The knowledge to start abstaining from milk, which I drank by the gallons, was the first miracle I received. 
even though when I grew up, school children are given milk daily and still are. So I never questioned that something which was being promoted by, for good health was killing me. Once I did abstain, for the first time in my life, my digestive system calmed down. I didn't know a person could feel like that. Another problem that I was becoming debilitating was stiffness in my joints. I thought it was due to cold, the cold Midwest climate of Chicago, but it wasn't. It was arthritis developing due to my gluten intolerance. I found out purely by accident when I was having trouble with a knee injury because of a torn ACL. A lady I heard talking said she had been so overweight that she had no more cartilage left in her, her knees. Her bones would rub together and that was very painful, but she was abstaining from wheat and all her pain was gone. Well, I knew what that felt like, so I tried it. Later, I was to have the allergy for gluten confirmed by an integrative medic medicine doctor. He told me I had celiac disease and that I would need to abstain from wheat products. It stopped the pain and stiffness in two months. It probably took that long for all the wheat I binged on through breads, which were my tranquilizers, to clear my system. I didn't really notice at first, but as the next winter came, it went and I was no longer stiff. It was amazing to me. Just think I didn't need a pill. It was good to have mobility back. In Romans chapter 14, verse 20, it says, Do not destroy the works of God for the sake of food. In the Message Bible, I still struggled with weight issues from an eating disorder and back pain, which I thought was related to the weight. I found, when my fear of chiropractic was addressed, that I had scoliosis and that I was, and that was why I had trouble with low back pain since I was a teenager. Today, a monthly visit has helped me, especially numerous times when the activities I have done have pulled my back out, like moving. It has re relieved a weakness in my thigh muscle that was getting progressively worse in two days. I stopped going for my visits for months. I then realized it wasn't the muscle, it was the pressure on the nerve to the muscle. Chiropractics also increased the mobility in my neck. When I sought God for help with the eating disorder, I did this through prayer and fasting, and this was really difficult. The fasting calmed my flesh down so I could hear more clearly for guidance and instruction. God responded by sending me to people that were just like me, but who had found an answer to their eating problems. I was detoxed and I have started over with great success. See my healthy food book for this process. I was destroying my body for the sake of food, not to mention what the gluten was doing to my gut. It was causing malabsorption and nobody told me that either. I kept the scripture in front of me about how the prophet Daniel purposed in his heart 
not to eat what the earth curse system of Babylon ate. He made that commitment up front. He had been trained in the word of God what to eat and what not to eat. And this was food sacrificially sacrificed primary to, primarily to other gods. A god of gluttony, I think. He was going to follow it. Because he made the first move, God honored it, and he was given favor by the eunuch to eat the way he wanted. And he looked better because of it. In his wisdom, he knew eating that food would desecrate his body, so that's how I look at it for myself. He gained a lot of benefits in this situation that he found himself in as well. Daniel survived the lion's den and had great wisdom and health benefits and health as benefits. You know, God gave or prescribed for the Israelites a food plan for health. He knew what things would hurt their bodies. In the beginning, he told Adam what to eat and placed it around him so he would have access to it. A physician should prescribe for his patients what should be done to stay well. However, that doesn't happen in the earth curse system. For this book in its entirety, visit my website, www.godshealthcaresystem.com and click on my books, my books tab. Then click on the link to the book, Natural Cures for Perfect Health or my healthy food book. You can also find my books on Amazon and Kindle. Look forward to chapter seven entitled, Knowledge Really Is Power. And as always, be well. Wellness to you again, and this is Shelly from God's Healthcare System. And I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today's exciting chapter is chapter six from my Natural Cures for Perfect Health book entitled, Present My Body. Romans 12 and verse one says, present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's a proper sacrificial offering that he said he will approve and bless. Abel made a proper sacrifice, which God said he would approve. Cain did it his way. Solomon made sacrifices to God that were approved and greatly rewarded. Consecration, meaning to dedicate to a sacred purpose, has probably been one of the most difficult things I have done to serve God and obtain divine health. But I can't by any means say it was not worth all the effort I have and continue to put into it. In the beginning, I didn't get it, especially when I did not see a lot of people around me in the Christian community doing it. Every now and then, I would see someone lose weight or notice someone with a striking clear complexion. We were told to stop drinking or smoking or eating poorly. For me, it was not a reality. Usually, 
when there are events at church, I am tempted more than usual by the food I see being served. Me, myself, I was raised by a sugar addict. However, my father ate well. Today, he is 90 years old. My mom died of diabetes and cancer. By being around my mom most of the time, guess what I learned to enjoy with no boundaries. When the health problem started, I didn't know where to start. I began to realize I would have many of the health problems that my patients had. I knew one thing, I didn't want to go down like that. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I began a slow and tedious process of confronting my problems with my body. I stopped using drugs, alcohol. Thank God I didn't go as far down the path some of my college buddies did. And fought my way out of that terrible nicotine habit. I wish I never started that fatal cool, which took five years. I started to tackle the food issue mainly because of my gastrointestinal problems I had all my life. I would be in the ER as a teenager rolling around on their stretchers in pain. They had to run IV antacid medication in my arm just to calm down my heartburn. I was always having stomach pain, then an ulcer. That was highly motivating. I could not have done it without the power of God. He showed me the power of abstinence, which by showing me, I was lactose intolerant. The knowledge to start abstaining from milk, which I drank by the gallons, was the first miracle I received. Even though when I grew up, school children are given milk daily and still are, so I never questioned that something which was being promoted by, for good health was killing me. Once I did abstain, for the first time in my life, my digestive system calmed down. I didn't know a person could feel like that. Another problem that I was becoming debilitating was stiffness in my joints. I thought it was due to cold, the cold Midwest climate of Chicago, but it wasn't. It was arthritis developing due to my gluten intolerance. I found out purely by accident when I was having trouble with a knee injury because of a torn ACL. A lady I heard talking said she had been so overweight that she had no more cartilage left in her, her knees. Her bones would rub together and that was very painful, but she was abstaining from wheat and all her pain was gone. Well, I knew what that felt like, so I tried it. Later, I was to have the allergy for gluten confirmed by an integrative medicine doctor. He told me I had celiac disease and that I would need to abstain from wheat products. It stopped the pain and stiffness in two months. It probably took that long for all the wheat I binged on through breads, which were my tranquilizers, to clear my system. I didn't really notice at first, but as the next winter came, it went and I was no longer stiff. 
It was amazing to me. Just think I didn't need a pill. It was good to have mobility back. In Romans chapter 14, verse 20, it says, Do not destroy the works of God for the sake of food. In the Message Bible, I still struggle with weight issues from an eating disorder and back pain, which I thought was related to the weight. I found when my fear of chiropractic was addressed that I had scoliosis and that I was, and that was why I had trouble with low back pain since I was a teenager. Today, a monthly visit has helped me, especially numerous times when the activities I have done have pulled my back out, like moving. It has re relieved a weakness in my thigh muscle that was getting progressively worse in two days. I stopped going for my visits for months. I then realized it wasn't the muscle, it was the pressure on the nerve to the muscle. Chiropractics also increased the mobility in my neck. When I sought God for help with the eating disorder, I did this through prayer and fasting, and this was really difficult. The fasting calmed my flesh down so I could hear more clearly for guidance and instruction. God responded by sending me to people that were just like me, but who had found an answer to their eating problems. I was detoxed and I have started over with great success. See my healthy food book for this process. I was destroying my body for the sake of food, not to mention what the gluten was doing to my gut. It was causing malabsorption and nobody told me that either. I kept the scripture in front of me about how the prophet Daniel purposed in his heart not to eat what the earth cursed system of Babylon ate. He made that commitment up front. He had been trained in the word of God what to eat and what not to eat. And this was food sacrificially sacrificed primary to, primarily to other gods. A God of gluttony, I think. He was going to follow it. Because he made the first move, God honored it, and he was given favor by the eunuch to eat the way he wanted. And he looked better because of it. In his wisdom, he knew eating that food would desecrate his body, so that's how I look at it for myself. He gained a lot of benefits in this situation that he found himself in as well. Daniel survived the lion's den and had great wisdom and health benefits and health as benefits. You know, God gave or prescribed for the Israelites a food plan for health. He knew what things would hurt their bodies. In the beginning, he told Adam what to eat and placed it around him so he would have access to it. A physician should prescribe for his patients what should be done to stay well. However, that doesn't happen in the earth curse system. For this book in its entirety, visit my website, www.godshealthcaresystem.com and click on my books, my books tab. Then click on the link to the book 
Natural Cures for Perfect Health, or my healthy food book. You can also find my books on Amazon and Kindle. Look forward to Chapter 7, entitled, Knowledge Really Is Power. And as always, be well.